Hi, welcome to the next edition of the CTQ Smart Levers. And uh, today, uh, Ramanand, we want to talk about the book uh, Alchemy by Rory Sutherland. So, uh, Ramanand, tell me, what was your main takeaway from this book? Hi, Harish. Uh, so, Alchemy uh, is one of our favorite, uh, new favorite books by Rory Sutherland, someone that we, I think we didn't know of for too long. It's been a couple of years since we've been following him. He has a very uh, interesting personality which comes through in his talks, his tweets, his, you know, we've listened to many of his podcast appearances as well. So, you know, uh, whenever you listen to him, you always go away entertained, but also with some nuggets of insight. And Alchemy is a perfect reflection of uh, Rory Sutherland's work as an ad man, but also an uh, enthusiast of behavioral uh, sciences. So uh, to illustrate the takeaway of the book, I'd like to take an example that uh, you know we came up with an idea long back to address a problem that we had even long before we had heard of Rory Sutherland. So the problem was that we had a learning event and uh, this was thrown open to you know, different business units. And uh, we actually were encouraging a lot of people to take part. So because it was being done in a scalable fashion, we said, everybody who can benefit from this should participate. And so we sent out uh, calls for nominations to these to different points of contacts uh, in different units. And the response was underwhelming. So we were puzzled. We said, it's free, it's open, uh, it's good for them, they know it. But still, they didn't, uh, you know, they sent us a couple of nominations uh, at best. So the next time we ran this, we tried a different idea. And that sort of seemed uh, sort of illogical at, at one point. So we said to each, and we wrote a sort of a stern letter uh, asking for nominations. We said, you can only send up to five nominations in your group. If you have to send more than that, then you'll have to get in touch with us and take our permission. So when we did that, we suddenly got, five uh, and in some cases even more nominations from people so what happened here so when we you know our explanation for that is that for the point of contact the whole situation got reframed from something that was happening and they had to think of uh, whom to send to a game that they had to uh, you know that, that they had to meet a certain target and it became sort of like a game uh, and in many cases they had to fill those five slots and we also designed the whole form that said that here are those uh, you know, five names that you have to send us. So the big takeaway is that sometimes pure logic uh, can lead us astray. And we should make a place for what Rory Sutherland calls psychology. So this can involve the human psychology, uh, emotions, framing, context. And suddenly you can have, uh, you know, you can meet your targets as, uh, as someone who's doing an event. Right. Uh, and and if I'm not not wrong, Rory Sutherland lives in a castle like of like structure as well, right? I think he got it at a uh, for a bargain and uh, you know decided to live there. Uh, so fits perfectly with the person. Yeah, I wouldn't. Of... Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. So this your comment reminded me of one of our favorite uh, TV series, uh, Jonathan Creek, where the lead character uh, designs illusions for a magician and lives in a windmill. So again, when you uh, see that and you see he is living in a windmill you know that this is a different sort of a person. And, and uh, you know, if Rory Sutherland isn't living in a castle, uh, we definitely should get him one. <laughs> right. So you, you've already given an example of how we have used ideas from this book uh, in our work. Uh, any other example that you can think of, Ramana? Uh, 
yeah so uh, what the book actually gives you the permission to do is to think of more ideas than what pure logic or maybe even data or surveys would have told you and i think that is the larger mindset behind the book that don't restrict yourself to just the more conventional ideas that come to your mind first so to give you an example of this uh, you know of the of uh, in the last couple of years uh, we've seen how everyone has gone remote learning is undergoing a lot of changing people are trying to take charge of their own learning but this can mean that uh, there are a lot of topics that people should know about but don't necessarily get into uh, and so we need to persuade them to do that so one example of this was a a course on storytelling that uh, we wanted innovators uh, who come from a technology background to take up so these were techies very good at uh, the nuts and bolts of producing uh, you know software projects around new ideas but lack the ability to tell stories around them and therefore influence interest in those ideas so uh, to address it we didn't want to do a, a regular training program we did not see any merit in some off the shelf uh, you know course for them so we decided to design what we called a drip course the idea behind a drip course is just like you water plants regularly uh, every day or you know in a week uh we said that we will send you curated content and we will design little challenges and you do this at your own pace each week so a drip course sort of goes against a lot of things that you take for uh, you know as as convention standard. or as uh, yeah standard or even dogma when it comes to learning which is that people have to be uh, you know forced to take up there will be a lot of uh, you know for close monitoring Uh, there will be some penalties for not showing up this was nothing like that this was the opposite of all of that it was uh, you know come as you can opt in uh, take it at your own pace just sync up from time to time with the rest of the course and uh, fortunately we had someone from our client side who was also bold enough to try it out and uh, you know not say that no this is not going to work they instead they said that uh, this is perhaps an approach that we need because not every time can we force people to uh, do this and uh, their confidence was uh, borne out because at the end of this program people actually came in and said this was very useful and this was actually in the middle of our second wave in india uh, and so people appreciated the fact that they had that flexibility uh, to manage their schedules in an interesting way so i think uh, books like this just give you that confidence that don't go with the tried and tested it's it's you know uh, try the untested path as well right right so if if you were to answer this this next question of mine ramanand that what are people missing out by actually not applying these uh, you know these ideas that uh, come from this book what are they missing out in life so uh, i think i i'll again take something that rory sutherland has talked about which is he says most people when they want to get something out an idea implemented they start with force then they it gives way to bribery through incentives and then eventually they try persuasion and he says why don't you do it the other way around why don't you start with uh, persuasion because persuasion is cheap and it also has the benefit that it treats the other person as a adult who can you know take calls on their uh, own uh, and yes you want to tilt the balance uh, like any good lever uh, in your favor so uh, he says persuade then you can apply the other things as well in conjunctions and a lot of the persuasion tactics uh, you know they they are in the realm of uh, what he calls 
psychologic. So uh, I would say that for a lot of people listening to this, you may not have the power or you may not want to use your power uh, to force people to do things. Instead, if you use persuasion, you will make better friends, you will have uh, the outcomes that you, you are keen on. Uh, and you can use that relative amount of uh, force uh, and you know use that that kind of capital uh, when and only when you need to use that gunpowder gun so the rest of the you know keep that powder dry for the day you need to do it the rest of the time start with something like persuasion right so uh, extremely important part of the up leveler's uh, toolkit and uh, i will end this with my favorite line by rory sutherland which actually sums up his philosophy in life right uh, you know what he says that the the a flower is just a weed with an advertising budget so <laughs> that that sums up I, I, sutherland yeah and i want to add one more line uh, which are, again is there in the book which is if you don't do anything differently you will not uh, get lucky, lucky accidents and uh, I think uh, whether you look at it from a resilience point of view, whether you look at it as an innovation point of view, we know that serendipity and randomness do play a role in them. So, uh, you know, uh, since you talked about flowers, uh, have many flowers, try different seeds and you'll never uh, you know, be surprised by what you can grow. All right. That's, that's all uh, for this episode. Thanks a lot, Raman. Thank you.